Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Orion's From the Battlefield to the Boardroom podcast. Orion has partnered with JDog Brands to provide exclusive franchise opportunities for honorably discharged veterans and military family members. Jerry Flanagan, Army veteran turned founder and CEO of JDog, started the company 10 years ago with the goal of helping veterans experience business ownership by running their own franchise, employing fellow veterans, and reducing veteran unemployment to less than 1%. In today's show, I'm joined by Jerry to discuss his journey as an entrepreneur, how J-Dog has grown in the past 10 years, as well as the new reality show starring J-Dog that will premiere on the Discovery Channel later this year. J-Dog is seeking motivated entrepreneurial veterans and military family members to own and operate a franchise backed by their proven business model and all of the support you need to be successful. J-Dog franchise opportunities include junk removal and hauling, as well as floor upholstery and carpet cleaning. If you'd like to learn more about JDog and its franchising opportunities, visit them online at www.jdogbrands.com. If you have any questions about this interview or topics for a future show, please send me an email at podcast at oriontalent.com. Hi, Jerry. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. Thank you so much for being on the podcast. I'm really excited to have you. Orion and JDog have been working together for a couple of years now, so this likely won't be the first time a lot, a lot of our listeners have heard about JDog as a company, but I'm excited to have you on the podcast to give me and all of the listeners a little bit more insight on how you started the business and all of the good things that you guys are doing beyond the services you provide to customers. So with all of that said, can you set the stage for us by taking by just talking a little bit more about your background? Sure. Um, I served uh, four years in the military, um, two years active, two years National Guard um, in the Army. And um, after I got out of the military, I attempted college, um, only lasted about a half a year, didn't work out too well, kind of ran out of money. Um, so I went ahead and uh, went out there and started working the, the jobs that you take when you're in your early 20s. You know, I did the bouncing, the dishwashing, the gas station, all those high level jobs us uh, former military take on when you uh, can't get a job. So um, kind of started out that way. And I wound up in a retail atmosphere. Um, it, was a it was a Halloween company and we did seasonal retail. And I actually spent seven years doing Halloween stores, um, operations, sales, marketing. And I really learned everything that, um, that I, I do today through the military, you know, from a work ethic standpoint, but from a a skill standpoint of, of how to do operations, how to do marketing, how to do leasing, how to hire, all those things came from in the, the retail world. Um, so over the next 10 years, I was, I've been involved in uh, retail stores myself, um, had a couple successes, a couple failures. Um, but the turning point for, for myself was my wife and I had a, a moon bounce playground business um, in 2007, eight and nine, and the economy crashed, kind of took us down with it. So I was 43 years old and trying to figure out what I was going to do when I grow up. And it turned out that um, I still wanted to be an entrepreneur. And I researched and junk removal popped up saying that it was a recession proof business. And I really felt the need to uh, start hauling junk while I was looking for a job. So in 2011, in March, we launched uh, J-Dog. Um, my nickname in the army was J-Dog. I was a wire dog and I put J-Dog junk removal. It sounded cool at the time. So when we launched J-Dog, we started out hauling junk locally. A customer said, you must, be, must have served in the military. You were on time. You have a tight haircut. You said, yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. And you cleaned up when you were done. And I said, yes, I served in the military um, you know, a long time ago. She said, you should tell everyone you're a veteran. And I said, 
that why would I do that? <laughs> you know, I don't want to, you know, people to use me because I'm a veteran, they feel bad for me. And she said just the opposite. She said, people will trust you that you served your country. Um, changed my marketing strategy to JDL junk removal um, and uh, veteran owned and operated. And the phones uh, instantly took off. Everyone started looking at me as the veteran business in the area. And the consumers thanked me for my service before I even started any job. And uh, my wife and I launched that way. That's a really cool story. And it's interesting because like I said, I mentioned at the beginning of the podcast, we've worked together for a couple of years now. And even I, you know, having been involved with your team and having done several podcasts, I didn't know the origin of the business. So I think that's really interesting to hear from you. And even the name, I, I didn't even associate the J with Jerry. <laughs> yep, that's me. <laughs> that's awesome. So Jerry, just backtracking a little bit, your time in the military, um, you know, you said once your business kind of went down with the recession, you still wanted to be an entrepreneur. When you were in the military, were there any kind of lessons learned from that experience that you think really gave you the drive to want to be an entrepreneur once you got out? It's interesting because I don't associate my military experience with entrepreneurship. Um, I never had that drive growing up. I, I acquired that when I got done. What I did learn in the military is that you can outwork most civilians. I mean, you the military pushes you so much that your ability to get up early and work late and work lots of hours unconditionally, I think that really, really built me to the person I am now because I still work seven days a week. Mm -hmm. So I think that once you go through that experience in the military, as long as you, you continue to, you know, to lean back on that, I think you can outwork and out hustle most people. Yeah. Well, you know, another interesting thing you've mentioned, and I know that we've talked about it just in our marketing efforts on behalf of JDOG, is this idea of being recession proof or recession resistant, especially in the times that we're in today. I think that's what a lot of people are looking for. And so I would think that that's probably one of the biggest things that's helped you guys be so successful in the past year or so as well. Yeah, we've been very fortunate. I mean, even during this pandemic, um, our sales were up. We sold 88 franchises last year. And we're finding, you know, real corporate American people that served in the military years ago, getting out of corporate America and coming in and owning their own business, you know, building equity for yourself and your family to pass on and being able to control your own destiny and hire employees your way under a franchise system is really, really attractive to the military veteran community. And we've got 240 locations now around the country. We think we're going to have two or 3000 of these by the time we're done. Wow. That's, that's really incredible. So just to talk a little bit more about the business, you mentioned that you guys launched in 2011. So here we are in 2021. And I know that you guys just celebrated your 10 year anniversary. So congratulations on that. Thank you. Yeah. So I'm sure that that was a huge milestone for you. Um, I don't, I don't necessarily know the statistics on businesses that start, but don't make it past a certain milestone, but I'm thinking 10 years is probably a big one. Yeah, especially in the franchise world, because, you know, there's a lot of concepts out there, but there's only so many franchises that you really know about or you hear about, you know, so there's 3,500 franchises in the world, but most of them really don't get past, you know, 15 or 20 locations. You know, the big ones are obviously the, the, the big restaurants and the fast food, you know, franchises, but franchises like us are, are, are very rare. And, you know, we are, we are veteran and veteran family, which means our pool of franchisees is very, very low. You have to be a specific, you know, candidate for us. Whereas most franchise systems, write a check, hire a broker, and you're in. With us, we're very, very selective, and you have to be a veteran 
or an immediate family member of a veteran. That, and that's an interesting business decision too, because like you said, you're kind of making the pool smaller of people who actually can operate a business. So um, it's sort of that trade-off of being more selective and having the type of person you want to own a franchise versus opening up to everyone. And um, you know, you never know the outcome you're going to get when you kind of make it open to everyone too. Yeah. I, the other franchise systems, they're really, they hire brokers, they charge a fortune and there's real, real, no, real, not a real connection with the franchisee and franchisor relationship. Whereas with JDog, you know, we're a phone call away from every one of our franchisees. Tracy and I handpick these franchisees that come through for Discovery Day. And you, without meeting Tracy and I, you can't buy a franchise. Mm-hmm. And that's the way it's going to be. I think that's a really cool aspect of your business, too, because I know that you and Tracy, your wife, are so involved in the day to day operations because. Like you said, I don't think that it's like that with a lot of companies, let alone franchises either. And so it's really cool that people feel like they have, you know, you're only hiring veterans and military families, but then within that, they have a J-Dog family. And that's what I've gotten from talking to all the employees that I've talked to in the past couple of years and doing podcasts with, you know, people that own J-Dog franchises. It's just that it seems like a family. Yeah, it's very, very unique. You know, in my goal now is to make sure Every veteran out there has an opportunity to learn about what we're doing, to make a decision to join us in some capacity and actually open up in every zip code in the country. Because I think there's a veteran everywhere in the country. Mm-hmm. I mean, it could be a smaller community in the middle of Montana, or it could be in a very you know high traffic area like in a New York City. There's veterans all over the country. And our goal is to get JDOG in all of these communities because it's a good service. Mm-hmm, definitely. So you're talking a little bit about some of the goals that you have now, but going back to 2011, when you first opened the business and you mentioned that you did not lead with being a veteran. So at the time, you know, you said you were looking for something that was going to be a career path for you and be recession proof. So did you have this big overall mission that we'll talk about in a little bit about, you know, your commitment to lowering veteran unemployment was that your mission to begin with, or did you have a different mission? And was there anything specific that you were seeking to accomplish beyond a career and making a living for yourself and your family? Yeah, the the, the mission was putting um, food on the table, basically. It was really that desperate. We had come off of bankruptcy in 2010. Um, we lost everything. And to, re, to rebuild at 43 years old was very difficult. Um, you know, so if I wasn't out there hustling, bringing money in by doing junk removal, we didn't have a paycheck coming in. So it kind of puts you in a different perspective. So selfishly, it was more about the hustle and putting money into the account and, you know, raising our 13 and 14 year old daughters. Whereas, you know, once we learned from the customers that, Hey, you're a veteran, we're proud of you. You should tell everyone you're a veteran. They're going to get behind you. That convinced me to say, okay, we're veteran owned and operated. I went to the Coatesville VA hospital here outside of Philadelphia to do the hiring, went to a job fair and partnered with them. And we were hiring veterans from the VA. Once that started, it started to turn into a mission. It was more, you know, more about the, the brand and the mission of J-Dog as opposed to, you know, build, you know, a paycheck. The paycheck came with it. So it was a, it was really two wins. Mm-hmm. So you've mentioned your wife several times in the podcast, and I'm curious because I'm sure that this is something that you talk to about potential franchisees is when there's a family involved, there's always going to be a lot of considerations because it is a big step financially. It's a little bit of a risk. So was your wife always on board when you wanted to do this or did she kind of want you to pursue something a little bit more um, at the time? I'm sure she maybe wanted you to pursue something that was a little bit more stable or, um, you know, that 
she could like something that you weren't just going out on a limb and starting yourself. Is that true? Or was she always kind of on board with it? She was always on board. I mean, she, she knows me pretty well. She knows I'm a hustler. She knows I'm an entrepreneur. Um, I did have applications out there. I did two job interviews, but she knew I was going to find a way to make it complete supporter in this. She's worked day and night with me since day one. And it's actually her idea to franchise the model. I was going to just build the locate, build the Philadelphia market, you know, maybe get a couple trucks on the road, maybe have 10 veterans working for me, you know, and just really kick butt here in Philly. Um, it was her idea to franchise it. She said, we did it before. We know we can do this again. And the unemployment rate at the time was 12 or 12% for veterans. She said, we got to get the unemployment rate down for veterans. So it was really her idea to launch it. So yes, she's all in. That's great. You guys sound like a really good team. We work every day together. So <laughs> seven days <laughs> a week, <laughs> you know? Awesome. So what would you say makes J-Dog different than other franchises? I know you, you know, obviously there's the military aspect. Um, is there anything else that's kind of unique about your business model or some of the selling points that you guys have for people that are looking at opening a franchise? Yeah, well, I think the community embraces us completely different than the average Joe. I mean, there's contractors out there, there's companies out there, but you don't find customers that thank you for your service. You do the work, you get extra tips. They invite you back for a family picnic. They offer you a sandwich. They see you in the grocery store and say, hey, there's J-Dog. They see you driving down the road. They beep. We're in their parades. We support local community charities. We're always trying to help the homeless, you know, veteran. We're doing all kinds of things within the community. So we literally embrace the entire, you know, network of neighbors, you know, when we open up, as opposed to a franchise usually just opens up and hopes people come in and counts the money. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, I think you mentioned earlier the number of franchises. Did you say 2,300? Uh, how many we were our goal? Yeah. Well, okay. So how many, yes. How many do you currently have? And then what's your goal? Yeah, we have 240 um, franchises right now, locations. Um, and I believe when you look at the map of the country, we have our J-Dog junk removal and hauling franchise. We just launched our J-Dog carpet cleaning and floor care franchise. You get two or three more services along with those that we're coming up with you're going to get to two to 3000 franchise systems around the country. So um, that's the way I look at it. I look at it as we're going to be vertical with our, some of these areas, we're going to have multiple J dogs in an area offering multiple services, like a, an Angie's list. But I do see the, the, the entire country getting behind what we're doing. Um, especially since we have a television series coming out in discovery. Um, I think the world's going to know, and there most people are going to want to use us. That's really exciting. We're going to talk more about the show here in a little bit. So yeah, thank you for mentioning that. Um, how would you say, like, when you kind of reflect over the last 10 years, because 10 years is, like I said, a big milestone, a big accomplishment for you guys. What are some of the things that have stood out to you as being some of the biggest accomplishments or even just how your business has changed over time? Because I know you have um, additional services now than you did when you first started. Yeah, I think building this team here at headquarters has been a big accomplishment. You know, we've been able to take... Um, different people, you know, come through and actually, you know, zone in on their, their, their skills and allow them to teach franchisees how to run a business through their departments. It's kind of neat to watch that every day. Tracy and I are in the office every single day and we're watching this pool of talent just get better and better and get smarter and smarter with what they do every day and watching the franchise system just get better. Um, we constantly improve on how to better the system. And that's what I love about what we do. We don't just sit back and say, pay your flat royalty. We actually, you know, invest in the system nonstop. 
And just in talking to some of your other, whether it's a franchise owner or people that do work there at HQ, um, they've talked in depth about the level of involvement that you guys have in terms of bringing people on for the discovery days and all the training that you do and things like that. So it seems like you guys had such a great idea to franchise it out, but it wasn't just the idea to franchise it. And then you throw everyone into the deep end. You have so many systems that you've built in place to support people and help them be successful. Yeah, we call it JDO University. So basically they come through, you know, a full week of training. And then when they leave, there's 90 days of ramp up calls that these have to stay on task. We give them tasks to work on and goals and we follow them right through until they say, Hey, I'm good. I'm so busy right now. I don't have time to call into HQ. Um, I'm good to go. And that's, that's the mission. We want to have them launch. And if they want to come back for training, we've had franchises that have been in the system for five years that have come back to get retrained. Well, and then even the marketing support that you guys have, because you do have such a robust marketing team that I've worked with personally, and they're great at what they do. I think with franchises, a lot of times when you open in a new location, a lot of people don't really know how to market themselves. And so it's nice to have, you know, some sort of a team behind you that can help you at least get started in your marketing efforts too, just getting the word out. Yeah. The way you look at it is every franchise owner that comes in is a new CEO in a market under the J-Dog brand. And they have all these assets here at HQ to, to support them from marketing, for job hiring, to how to do the know-how, how to price, what's the market analysis. They are years ahead. I mean, Tracy and I did it for three years before we got out of the truck and started, you know, franchising nationally. So we spent a lot of time and a lot of energy and a lot of wasted money understanding where to take the items, how to price it, you know, how to, what type of wrap to put on the truck. I mean, we, we went through the whole process for three years without any guidance. I mean, Google was my best friend. How do, you think, how do you take apart a hot tub? I don't know. Well, I told the customer I knew what I was doing, but I would go ahead and Google it on the way to the job and then I'd buy the tools and then I'd go do it. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> so speaking of, you said that JDOG Corporate provides some support in hiring people to work. So like if I were to open a JDOG franchise in my area and then I needed to look for people to hire. And that is another cool thing that sort of goes back to, you know, what we've talked about before in lowering the veteran unemployment rate because you do have to be a veteran or a military family member to open a J-Dog franchise. But then as part of that, you're able to continue the J-Dog mission by hiring other veterans to help you in your business and to help them as well. Yeah, so Tracy heads up our job force workforce program. She's connected with all the VA hospitals nationwide. We have a national MOU that we go right to the VA to try to hire veterans that need, their, need work right now through compensated work therapy. But her relationships, she has all over the country. It's on our website, jdogjobs.com. We do that. And um, yeah, she's constantly trying to hire veterans, but not just for our J-Dog system. You know, the veteran community is pretty small. So if I see someone that's got a job skill and they need a job here, I'll refer them to my 12,000 LinkedIn members and say, hey, this one, this person's looking for a job. They're a veteran. What do you got? So we're always trying to, you know, share that within that network of the community. So just out of curiosity, you maybe have mentioned this already, but if, if somebody did want to come work for J-Dog, you know, as a, not even as a franchise owner, but as a, as an employee or, you know, someone that was working for a franchise, are they veterans as well? Or can, do you guys hire people that are not veterans? So any, anybody can work in J-Dog. I mean, obviously our preference is to have, you know, veterans first, but, you know, obviously if someone's got a lot of work and there's not a lot of veterans in an area that qualify them, they got to, they got to do what they got to do. So we're going to hire everybody, of course. Yeah. Uh, 
But the theme is like we we, we prefer to hire veterans, but we're not going to discriminate or anything like that. We, if you're a good worker and you want to come work for J Dog and you're a patriot, you know, grab the other end of the couch. Mm-hmm. So you know, when we talk about your mission with veteran unemployment, is there anything that makes that mission stand out to you as being something that you're so passionate about, other than being a veteran yourself? Yeah, I, I think I want to be an example setter, and I want to you know show the country, look follow our lead. You know, veterans are very good workers. I mean, they are, they, they've been through a lot and they, they can really outperform most people. They just don't know it. They, they, they kind of get stereotyped a lot saying they're a veteran. They served overseas. You know, I'm not sure if I want to hire them. I'm not sure what's, what's going on in their mind. You know, the reality is that they're, you know, the, the veteran, I'm very biased, of course, but I've seen it. I see how hard these guys can work and the women can work. And um, as far as I'm concerned, if every, you know, big company out there took the real time, to try to hire veterans, I think we all could get the veteran unemployment rate down to where we want it to be. Mm-hmm. And in addition to people who have served in the military, like you said, you know that they're hard workers. You you sort of get that from the family members as well. Um, even you know, looking at your family specifically, you and your wife, like you said, you guys are working seven days a week. You know, people that are family members or spouses of people who did serve in the military have made their fair share of sacrifices and have worked hard and have had you know, an example set by their family member who was in the military. So it's like, even if they themselves did not serve, you still have a lot of those qualities and attributes. Yeah. I mean, the, the amount of respect I have for military spouses, you know, I never thought about it until I got involved with gay dog. It's amazing what they manage, right? Husbands go overseas or even, you know, vice versa, you know, the, the, the wife goes overseas with the husband, you know, home. So this military spouses are, are very special. You know, they're able to manage family, kids, life while all these, the, the deployments go on and they get moved around the country nonstop. So there, there's a, that's another level too of respect. And we, we really try to work with the military spouses as well. I'd love to see a lot of military spouses get involved with J-Dog and buy their own franchises. I think it would be a great idea. Mm-hmm. So we've talked about the past 10 years and you know how much you've accomplished over the past 10 years. Now, what about looking forward? I'm sure you can't, you, you're not going to sit here and divulge your entire business plan, but you have mentioned expansion. So is there anything that you want to share about um, any sort of what's next for J-Dog? Like I said, you don't have to go into detail, but if there's anything you'd like to share about what you see for yourself in the next 10 years. Yeah, well, the great news is, is we have um, a television series coming out. Um, it's going to be launched in the fourth quarter. It's going to be on Discovery Channel on Sunday mornings around eight o'clock. And it's also going to run on the American Heroes Channel. And what's great about that is, is that's going to be an 81 million households. And that's going to give us a platform to really you know, share our mission with the rest of the country so we're expecting a, a big, big launch of, you know, J-Dog franchises around the country to service those customers. And with that platform, we're going to go with where we can create more opportunity for veterans. So I can see that if we have a very good idea, if it's recession resistant, you know, pandemic resistant, those type of things I'm looking for, because I want, I want a business model to fall under J-Dog that can be competitive, but that can have enough business out there that it's not a whole lot of risk. I want to take risk away from these guys. I don't want to take a chance on crazy ideas that maybe this will work or maybe it won't. I want to make sure that I know junk removal. I mean, it's endless, right? It's nonstop. We just proved that this past year, you know, carpet cleaning and floor care. You know, we can go in and we can, you know, sanitize a house and and do those type of disinfect, I should say, those type of things, you know. And then the next business, is it painting? You know, is it plumbing? Is it appliance repair? It could be anything. So, I want to take my time, but I also want to be strategic with it. And I want to put as many J-Dog services in one market as possible. Mm -hmm. So I want to talk a little bit more about the TV show, because I think this is really cool. How did that 
how did that come about? Did Discovery contact you guys or did you pitch it to them? No, it's a little bit different. Um, we were approached by Jim Melio, who is a, a, a writer, director, producer in Hollywood. He did The Dog Whisperer. He did Rescue 911 and My Greek Wedding, those type of shows. And he, he heard from a colleague that we had this really cool business. And he said, I really think that the American people would fall in love. It's part American Pickers and it's part Storage Wars. The difference is we have our J-Dogs, our veterans going into these homes and they're uncovering these treasures and they're finding these crazy items, these awesome items. And the idea of the show is we're going to get those items into the hands of people in need. So it's a really going to be a positive show showing veterans coming back from, from their military service and going out and making a big difference in the community, but actually following them into these homes and finding these treasures and us getting those treasures and auctioning those treasures off on our website and donating that money to our J-Dog Foundation and finding items and you know, for any from homeless veterans moving into an apartment or any need that we can see that there's a story behind, we're going to put the show around that. And what happened was... Jim Melio, who put this together, we're going into the Discovery Channel as a client, as opposed to they, Discovery Channel is not going to own the rights to the show. It's our show. So it means we can manage it and produce it our way, which is fantastic. So once we get the Discovery Channel going and people can see us on TV, I hope the show can go all over the place, you know, foreign, hopefully armed service network, uh, maybe even some of the more national locations, you know, the networks, but Discovery Channel is pretty big. So we're pretty excited. Yeah, it's really incredible. And it's funny because when I asked you, what were some of your goals and your mission when you first started your business? And I'm sure back in 2011, you never would have thought you'd be on a TV show. Not a chance. <laughs> <laughs> More of a radio guy, you know what I'm saying? I'm not a, yeah. I'm not a pretty boy. <laughs> it's so funny because it's such a great concept for a show. And, you know, shows like that, you've been, you mentioned a couple like American Pickers, Storage Wars have been so popular and you just have the, yes, the added element of veterans and the good work that you guys do. So I'm really excited about it. I can't wait to watch it. Have you guys started filming it yet? And do you have like a date that it's supposed to come out? I know you said it's going to air on Sunday mornings. You think Yeah, we film, we film in three weeks. So I'm very nervous right now, of course. <laughs> um, and we will be uh, launching October 10th is the official date as of right now. It could change, but it's going to run for 10 episodes um, on the Discovery Channel and then 10 episodes Saturday, on Saturday night um, on American Heroes Channel. So it's going, to be, um, it's going to be pretty awesome. That's really amazing. I'm excited for that. And hopefully everyone will tune in. And I would think that, you know, not only is that going to create more brand recognition for you guys, but I would think that would also create a lot of additional interest for potential franchise owners as well. Yeah, I, I think we're going to reach the the homes that people have never heard of J-Dog around the country. All of a sudden, they're going to be watching this cool show saying, hey, I wonder if I could open up a J-Dog in my area. And that'll really give us a platform to launch this mission that we're on is, you know, again, getting the under, veteran unemployment rate under 1% and creating CEOs out of our veterans nationwide. Mm -hmm. Awesome. So you mentioned that you guys are going to own the show and you'll be able to produce it and do it your way. Do you have a big role in the show or are you going to kind of take the backseat? Well, I want to take a backseat, but unfortunately I'm going to be part of the show. Um, <laughs> I'm the executive, one of the executive producers. Um, I'll be in the show for some training and, you know, some of those type of things, but the show is really going to focus on two of our franchisees and their stories of going out hauling junk and their experience 
Um, but I'll play a role in it. They, they definitely want the, you know, I'm the brand. So they want J-Dog in the show at some point, but I would prefer to, you know, let my wife be the face. And she's actually uh, going to be doing auctioning of the items for our foundation in every episode. So I was joking with her last night saying, you're going to be a TV star. I'm going <laughs> to hide you from the community and get your bodyguards. So uh, we don't know what we're getting ready to get ourselves into, but um, it's quite exciting. That's funny you say that because I said when I when we first started this conversation, I was excited to talk to you and I was then, but even more so now because now when the show comes out and all my friends and family are watching it, I can say that I've already, I've had a one-on-one conversation with you. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Well, you know what? It's, I think it's just gonna be exciting for the country. I mean, the country needs some uplifting stories right now and let what, you know, why not the veteran community? It, it's our time. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Well, thank you for sharing all of that. So Jerry, just to close this out, you've been great today. I'm really looking forward to, you know, some of the things that you talked about and being able to be in partnership with you guys throughout all of it and continue to promote you and tell the story to the veteran community and our candidates. But just to kind of close this out, do you have any advice for veterans who would like to own their own business, but they aren't sure where to start? Yeah, I would definitely get involved in the veteran community. I would go to the networking events. Um, I'd identify other veteran-owned businesses and talk to these veterans of how they did it. Did they do it on their own? Did they buy a franchise? Of course, I'm you know biased and say you should probably buy into a franchise system because you'll save a lot of that legwork and that you know the, the extra spending of of money that you don't know what you're doing. But if you're going to just be on your own, I would say surround yourself with veterans and try to hire veterans. I think it's good for any, any mission that anybody puts themselves to. Awesome. Well, Jerry, I've really, really enjoyed this conversation. So thank you so much for joining me. And like I said, we look forward to the continued partnership. Thanks for having me and have a great day. You too. Thanks. Thanks for listening to this episode of Orion's From the Battlefield to the Boardroom podcast. Make sure you subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, or SoundCloud so that you never miss an episode. We'd love to hear from you. So if you have any feedback, please send me an email at podcast at oriontalent.com. Our goal is to help all military job seekers through their transition and beyond. So make sure you share our show with your friends. See you next time.